This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We're going to open the phone lines immediately where you folks can uh, join me on the program. 800 848 WABC. 800 848 9222, a lot to get to. New York City has opened the door for housing migrants indefinitely on Randall's Island, a tent city. There is no limit, according to city officials. There is no limit on the time frame of people staying there. Now, I know city officials are stating this to give them cover, but I just wish they would put themselves in the shoes of taxpayers when you say there is no limit. A pack of six unleashed dogs attacked a toddler and uh, some children on Staten Island uh, police uh, seized the dogs, which they describe as either pit bulls or pit bull mixes. A story out of Los Angeles I'm following in which here we go again. A woman in Los Angeles suffers brain injury, brain injury after a homeless man stabbed her with a garden shear, garden shears, in the back of her head. She was randomly walking down the street in North Hollywood, not harming anyone in broad daylight. But the story of the morning has to be the New York governor's race. And that's what we want to hear from you first on 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Lee Zeldin, the Republican nominee, has momentum on his side and has a shot at winning. Has a shot at winning. The race is competitive, and two recent polls out confirm Zeldin's standing. And so Governor Hochul, made a big mistake running a Rose Garden strategy because now it's coming back to haunt her. 
and she does not have the momentum. And so her once comfortable lead over uh, Zeldin, and and listen to the numbers, folks. Uh, in one poll, her lead is down to 11 points from 17 last month. But here's the kicker. Here's the big one. A second poll, the first poll was done by Siena College. The second poll was done by Quinnipiac University, and that shows an either, even slimmer margin separating the pair with Hoku having a razor-thin four-percentage-point edge. She's only up four percentage points in an overwhelmingly Democratic state. And so Zeldin, if he pulls this off, he's definitely trying to become the first Republican, the first Republican in 20 years to win statewide office in New York. And we are going to start with the telephone calls. We're taking your calls. Uh, the race for governor in New York, uh, it's starting to look like it may be a nail-biter. Uh, governor Hochul's tremendous lead is gone. We're taking your calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Al in Yonkers, good morning and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Uh, thanks a lot, Dominic. Uh, good morning to you. Yeah, I want to say in regards to uh, Lee Zeldin, I think uh, he has the momentum going in the next few weeks, as you agree. Uh, high inflation, high crime, uh, no matter what the uh, circumstances come November 8th, uh, his supporters are going to be there. If it's a rainstorm uh, or whatever ha- have you, uh, I think he's going to do well, just like uh, nationally. Uh, I think uh, he has the momentum, and uh, he's going to uh, be successful on November 8th. So, Al, before I let you go, what do you believe, if these polls are accurate, what do you believe has gone wrong for Governor Hochul? It's just she she's refusing to do anything about the, the crime in the city, uh, you know, in the state. Uh, she... And I think people are just fed up because they don't feel safe out there. The subway system, uh, you know, uh, high inflation also is a big problem. Everything is going up. So I think what is trending nationally is also trickling down locally. So I think the Democrats are going to have a bad year because of the whole situation uh, nationwide, uh, also locally. Well, Al, I, I thank you for that call. And, folks, um, I, I, this is nothing new. I've been telling you for months that the Democrats were in for serious, serious trouble with the uh, with the midterms. And I just found it remarkable uh, a few hours ago watching President Biden, and he's telling he's trying to turn out the base, trying to turn out the the vote by 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 focusing on the abortion issue and uh, of the overturning of Roe Ro v. Wade. And I'm watching him uh, during the uh, noontime hour, and I'm like, something's wrong with this script. 
You're three weeks from the midterm election. Elections, plural. And Mr. President, shouldn't you be focusing on your accomplishments? Shouldn't that be the message? That's what the message should be to someone that has a record to to run for re-election on. What we are going to find out in three weeks, just three weeks, is the poor standing of President Biden throughout the country. The opposite party normally does very well in midterm elections. Whoever may hold the uh, White House, the opposite party. But right now, uh, uh, Biden has no coattails at all. At all. And and Democrats are going to go down with him in just three short weeks. Jacqueline in Brooklyn, good morning. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic, good morning. What I want to say with regard to those two polls, uh, the numbers that you just uh, quoted, the truth finally comes out. And as we were talking about this yesterday morning, the poll that you quoted showing Hochul being four or four and a half percentage points ahead, as I said, can't forget the margin of error, which is just about four, four and a half percentage points. So it's probably neck and neck. And Zeldin is probably leading in that poll also. Um, the other thing I wanted to say, you just mentioned about Biden. He, he can't stand on his record because it's, it's a disgraceful record. It has destroyed the country from the moment he got into the Oval Office. And I heard uh, a New York Times poll t- uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact, uh, with regard to independent female voters. Can't forget about them. They favor Republicans now by double digits, when just a few short months ago this past summer, they favored what I refer to as the demon rats by 14 to 18 points. And the shift is primarily because of inflation, immigration, and an open border. No doubt about it. No, no doubt about it. The issues that you just uh, listed, Jacqueline, uh, I, I'm interested to see what's going to happen in the polls uh, uh, in next week, because the momentum right now is so strong for Lee Zeldin, and 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 in fairness, it's strong for Zeldin because New Yorkers are fed up. Not just New Yorkers, Americans are fed up across the country with Democrats, if you will, tolerating the crime issue. It just doesn't make any sense. None whatsoever. Jacqueline, I thank you for the call. From Brooklyn to Manhattan, let's say good morning to Alyssa. Good morning, Alyssa. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Thank you for taking my call. I wanted to comment on um, what you were saying about uh, President Biden not listing any of, any of his accomplishments, because if he did, he would just be listing his failures. Um, you know, I heard a quote today which really hit home where it was said, what is, what do crime, inflation, and the migrant situation all have in common? And what it is is that nothing is being done to solve any of them. And you have to ask yourself then, why? Why are our political leaders doing nothing 
to handle these situations which are ruining our country. And people are getting tired of the denials. They're getting tired of um, the pandering. They're getting tired of, you know, uh, for instance, like Mayor Adams with his comment about that there is no crime. This is just our perception. So, you know, all those videos, those horrible videos you watch of people being stabbed and murdered and beat up, that's all your perception, Dominic. It's 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 not reality. Yeah, I, I, I honestly, Alyssa, I'm going to let you finish. I don't even know why the mayor would waste his time stating that. Be- yeah, because exactly. It, 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 it's it's frankly, it's delusional to even it make is, that type you know of what argument. It is? It's the height of insensitivity. I would personally like to see someone get find out his where when his next press conference is, and see um, someone gather the families or the people themselves who are victims of these crimes, okay, because you can't get the dead ones, and you can't get the ones who are so traumatized that they can't leave their house. I mean, for me, it's even hit home. I had a situation two weeks ago where my husband was called into work on an emergency and had to leave a little before midnight um, because no one else could handle the problem, and literally when he left, I burst into tears. I was that afraid that something would happen to him. Because he works during the day, and that, of course, these days doesn't save you. But going out, you know, the later you go out, of course, you know, there's less people out, and more likely that you don't, you're not gonna, you're gonna have someone possibly attack you. Right. So it, it's just a terrible situation, and it would really teach the mayor a lesson to have all these people stand there and say, "Hey, you know, tell us about how it's our perception, because we were there, you weren't." Right. I, I mean, and, and uh, Alyssa, I thank you for the call. And um, I, I, I I believe, I hope everything will be okay for your husband when he leaves daily uh, to go to work. So so let's cross our fingers. And it, it really shouldn't come to that, but that's the world that we live in. A number of topics we are dealing with this morning. Wow. In the uh, New York uh, governor's race, Lee Zeldin has a shot at pulling this thing off. He has a shot at winning. In one poll, two polls released on Tuesday, and one, he has cut Hochul's lead by a third in recent weeks. In that poll, uh, uh, Hochul is up, is up 11%. But, 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 in a second poll, also released Tuesday, Zeldin has cut Hochul's lead down to just 4%. 4% in blue New York. And so Governor Hochul running a uh, Rose Garden strategy of basically uh, ignoring Zeldin, uh, letting her ads do the talking for her, attacking him on the abortion issue. It's not working. And the reason why it's not working, Madam Governor, and I could have told you this, is that people are fearful of their life. New Yorkers have had it with crime. And they see you, Madam Governor, tolerating Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg. They see you, Madam Governor, stating that nothing is wrong, basically towing the line of what Mayor Adams is stating. But keep in mind, Madam Governor, 
you're the one that's up for election right now, not Eric Adams. And then when you add, then when you add the the alleged corrupt pay-to-play schemes, where even if they are legal, taxpayers are being stuck with enormous bills, it's just not passing the smell test. And Hochul, who's looking to become the first woman governor, she's hoping to become elected in her own right as governor. And, and, and you know, maybe, maybe, maybe she'll pull it out. But even if she does win, she's going to be wounded in terms of any agenda that she wants to have uh, going forward. Because no matter how you slice this apple, Lee Zeldin is giving her a run for her money. Let's go to Leo. Leo's calling from Manhattan. Good morning, Leo. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hello, Dominic. Even more so that the run is so close between Zeldin and Hochul, it seems to me disturbing. This WABC, which is known for the motto truth and common sense, have a snake on the chest. Anthony Wiener is wait, voting wait, for wait, Hochul. Wait, 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 Leo, Leo, you're all over the place. I'm not following at all what you're talking about. Anthony Wiener on this show in middle said. Okay, first of all, first of all, Mr. Mr. Wiener has his own show, so he has not made a comment on this show. Leo, for the third time and the final time, what are you talking about? I'm talking about this. In last one year, I've been twice attacked by homeless on the streets working at night. Once I got stopped. And two weeks ago, I was actually robbed by seventy dollars. With uh, stay laying with with a uh, uh, how do you call it? With a broken head, bleeding on the hundredth street, and Amsterdam Avenue. And somebody who is on this radio, who is for common sense, is voting for Hochul. Is disgrace. That's all I want to say. I, I'm I'm still not. I, I'm sorry, Leo, that that you were a crime victim. I really am. But I am not following at all what you're talking about. You just said somebody on this station is voting for Hochul, which is a disgrace. I, I, I've got to move on, Leo. But I, but I do thank you for the call, and I do, I do uh, feel that no one should have to go through being a victim of a crime. And so I'm sorry that you had to uh, go through that, Leo. Let's go to Central New Jersey. Let's say good morning to Pamela. Good morning, Pamela. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Oh, good morning. Um, from a person who's just had a bad uh, couple of months with a uh, frightening situation with a neighbor, I just want to thank you and people like Alyssa and Jacqueline and even, you know, Judith, she calls in a lot. Uh, we recognize those people who take time out of their day to um, mention what's been going on in our country and with civility and everything. It does matter. It does matter for those of us who are feeling it, experiencing it. It matters. And I thank people like that. And they need a shout out. Well, I I agree with you. Um, The folks that call in and update us and update me, frankly, with quite a bit of information. I agree with you. And I do issue a a shout out to them. Uh, Pamela, so are you surprised at these uh, at these poll numbers in New York? Uh, well, for a long time, uh, experts have been talking about polls, 
And I listen to all sides, but I know who is biased. And I trust, uh, you know, McLaughlin. And, um, you know, I don't trust some of the other ones, you know, because he'll he'll state that, you know, he works for Trump and he works for the Republicans. And, um, you know, some of the other ones, you know, obviously I sound biased, but aren't we all at this point? Um, And I can tell, oh, I know I don't listen to those other polls because the polls are being used. They are weaponized to get you to vote a certain way, to scare you, to say, well, they're so far ahead that there is no way you should go to the polls because it's a lost cause. And that's not what polls were meant to do. Right. And I I thank you, Dominic, too, for being fair and you understand polling. And a shout out to you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Pamela. And and I do understand uh, polling quite well. And that's why I've been telling you folks for months that Zeldin had a shot at this thing. And people think sometimes that I'm being partisan. It's not about being partisan. It's about being able to read the tea leaves. It's about being able to forecast what's what's right around the corner. And it didn't take a rocket scientist. It didn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that the way Governor Hochul is handling crime, particularly in New York. She's not even saying the right things. There's no action for the most part. But the way she's been handling crime, that this was not going to work well for her. And now uh, Zeldin is uh, the reason why he's doing much better is the suburbs of New York City. And one of the polls, uh, he's ahead now in the suburbs of uh, New York City. Let's go to Stefano calling from the Bronx. Good morning, Stefano. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dom. How are you? I'm good. Go right Uh, ahead, please. Listen all the time. Really like your show. Appreciate your take on things. Uh, But I want to be fair. With all due respect, a little disappointed at how you just dismissed that last guy. I mean, I know he was getting a little confusing and he was getting into the wiener thing. But I understood exactly what it was, I was saying, what he was saying, because I do listen to Anthony's show, and it is, and it does say in the middle, and it's supposed to be, you know, one side, but it's not. He, okay, I, and, I and Stefano. So, I Stefano, let me ask you a question. So, why, sure. why would you call me to make an Anthony Weiner comment about his show? I, I don't um, understand the logic. You're, th- that's making the assumption. That's making the assumption that I heard Mr. Weiner's show. As it relates to, no. to this issue. I don't think that's, I, I didn't think that he meant any disrespect. I think he was just trying to voice his, uh, I don't know, being upset with WABC. I don't think it was you. I think okay, but, a way to air okay, it out. Okay, you know? well, well, well but, but let me ask you this, and I appreciate your call. If I'm having a hard time understanding what a caller is stating, and I've got a bunch of calls waiting. I'm just asking you your opinion. How many times do you think should be appropriate for me to keep trying to reset and understand what the individual is stating? I got you. I I'm, got I'm you. Just I saying, can understand. I'm just I, saying, I understand I'm just side. saying how, how many times do you think would be fair? I gave him three times. <laughs> yeah. No, listen, I understand your side. Of, I understand your side of the argument. I, 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 like I said, I didn't mean it with any disrespect towards you. Like you no, no, I understand. Wrong, I understand. I, I just understood what I, I kind of understood what the guy was saying because 
myself listening to him, I get very frustrated because he's cheating in the middle in the middle. Meanwhile, he's completely lopsided. So I guess that this guy, having been mugged a few times, was just getting upset because the other day he said that he was going to vote for Hochul. I, I think it was just... Okay, wait, 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 wait. Who, who, who said he was... See, this is what I'm saying. I'm trying to stay, say, Stefano. Who said they were going to vote for... I'm not following at all. Who said they were going to vote for Hochul? The other day, Anthony Weiner on his show okay. said that he was going to vote for Hochul. Okay, and, so and, and, I, what, and, what, and what's the news in that? What, why, what, a Democrat voting for a Democrat. What's the news in that? Why, why should that be on my radar screen? To me, no news at all. But I guess to this guy, because he keeps insisting that he's in the middle and with so much on the other side against that argument, I guess the guy was just feeling like, after all this bad stuff, Oops. that you're unbiased and you're in the middle, how can you still be saying you're going to vote for this lady? Okay. Well, well, I, I hear you, Stefano, and I, and I appreciate you explaining it to me. Uh, see, see, the the issue is that once once we pop a call up on the air, you've got to be able to get to the point and get to the point fast. If I've if I've got to keep asking you and I'm not following you, then if I'm not following you, there's a strong possibility that the audience is not following you, and then we have a problem. But Stefano, I do appreciate your call from the Bronx to New Jersey. Let's say good morning to David. David, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic, how are you, sir? I'm well, and I hope you're well. I am, uh, and I appreciate your show. You're doing a really, really good job, and I enjoy listening to you so much. Um, Thank you. I'm just curious. Um, <clears throat> getting back to this past uh, topic about um, um, this guy, whatever. Um, if I wrote a letter to Dear Abby, okay, uh, complaining about what dear Amy uh, said to me. You know what I mean? It's kind of like the same thing. You know what I mean? I agree with you. I agree with you. I agree with you. I agree with you. Put it where it belongs and, 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 you know. Right. Deal with the person involved. Right. There we go. (laughs) Right. Your your show should not be involved um, in any way, shape, or form with, this guy Anthony. What, whether whatever. it's whether it's Anthony Weiner, whether whether it's uh, Rudy Giuliani, but it's a little different with Giuliani because he was the mayor of the city. I I I'm you can't put me in a position where I'm a spokesman for another show. Hey David, I do exactly. thank you for the call, and you have a great morning. If you have an issue with the fact that, as Stefano laid out, that Mister Weiner says he's in the middle, but then the caller, who's been a victim, who's been robbed twice, is upset that Weiner says he's going to vote for Kathy Hochul, the show you need to call is the Anthony Weiner show and voice your displeasure with Anthony Weiner. I don't even know. How I'm supposed to respond to that, Matt? Can you help me out here? What What am I supposed to do? I mean, the first thing he actually said was, "I'm disappointed in WABC," and it was like, "Well, everybody, every host has their own opinions and views, and that's what makes WABC different is that we put out different opinions and views. So if he doesn't like Anthony Weiner's opinion or view, then yes." 
You call the Anthony Weiner Show, not to call and complain to Dominic Carter about the Anthony Weiner Show or about any other show. Right, right, right. Simple okay. as that. Okay, so now, so now I get it. Now, but I do feel bad that that he was a oh, uh, of course. A, a victim of crime. And so uh, we are going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to continue with your telephone calls. The governor's race in New York State is quite competitive. Plus, we're going to talk about, last night I told you about the mom that was attacked in the park uh, by this crazed criminal that uh, choked her. Well, now she says that she thought she was going to die. And also in Los Angeles, the video, the woman is walking up the block, minding her business. And this homeless, mentally ill man uh, stabs her in the back of her head with garden shears. And she's recovering now from a traumatic brain injury. We'll have that and more. And coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Morano and the other side of midnight. And at 1245, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. We will be right back. Talk Radio 77 WABC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. I heard you were looking for me. And we are back. Dominic Carter here with you on Talk Radio 77 WABC. I see your calls from Connecticut to Brooklyn, the Bronx, the Upper East Side, Yorktown. We'll get to them, and the calls are still coming in. The mom that I told you about yesterday morning, the Manhattan mom brutally attacked by a crazed criminal. Here we go again. Uh, As she pushed her tot, her baby, and a stroller, uh, is describing the horrifying ordeal and is demanding to even know why the suspect was on the streets. As the mayor says, the city is safe. She says she thought she was going to die because he was choking her at one point. She's 43 years old, a mother of two. She was out with her two-year-old daughter when she was randomly assaulted in the Hudson River Park in Chelsea. She says she couldn't breathe. She couldn't get out. She's an adjunct uh, professor um, at a city college. And here's the key part. She says she doesn't want to be here anymore. Surprise, surprise. That she's been in and out of the city for about 20 years. And she says she wants to leave. This doesn't feel safe since the pandemic Everything has changed in this area. But there's more. The mother says her daughter is two years old, as I stated, and her daughter's sitting there in silence as the guy was choking her and punching her and stating, F the police. She's a married mom of two, 
And she says that at one point he even said sorry, but that he wanted to die by suicide by cop. Let's go to uh, David in the Bronx. Good morning, David. What's on your mind this morning? Good morning, Dominic. I don't have a problem with anything that you said, but I do have a problem with a couple of your callers, okay? I'm a Democrat, which means I'm 99% likely to vote Democrat for governor no matter who's running. That's just a fact, okay? My issue with people like Lee's Eldon, though, is that they talk a good game when it comes to crime and the mentally ill, but they don't really have any policy solutions, okay? Is he going to spend more money to build or reopen the mental hospitals? I don't think so. I haven't heard him say anything okay. about that. But wait, David, I'm going to let you finish, but but you already know the counter-argument I'm about to throw at you. What 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 has Governor Hoku announced as it relates? She's the one in power right now as it relates to her plans. Right, exactly. But the, this is what it really comes down to, and this is why I get upset. The who is the governor of New York when it comes to crime in New York City really doesn't make that big of a difference. They will bring up the crime issue because they know it has impact. But honestly. The only police that Governor Hochul actually controls are the state troopers, and they have nothing to do with crime in New York City. But, 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 but the governor does have a big role to play as it relates to crime in New York City. She is the only one that could fire the Manhattan district attorney, the only one. Yeah, and, you know, listen, I don't live in Manhattan, but I wouldn't have voted for Alvin Bragg, okay? But, again... This alleged revolving door that we keep talking about, and listen, you heard me complain about the crime that I've experienced living here and being blind, okay? So I'm not soft on crime, but these policies, we need to really think about what we're doing. Firing an elected district attorney is a big deal, and I'm not even sure if Zeldin would have the power to legally do that if he does somehow manage to get elected, which he might. Listen, I was expecting the polls to tighten. They always do. And Hochul wasn't elected. She was basically put in there by the attorney general of the state of New York who got rid of who she thought her opponent was going to be when she was going to run for governor, which didn't work out well for her. Okay? Listen, I'm always honest with you. No, she she was actually put in there by Cuomo. Who who put no, in No, 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 no. But what I'm saying is that Cuomo was knocked off by Letitia James. Right, but, 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 James, but Hoku yeah. was in place as the lieutenant governor before all of that happened. So, no, look, I understand that. So, But what I'm yeah. trying to say to you, and then I'm going to let you finish and I have to move on, what I'm trying to say to you is Letitia yeah. James had absolutely nothing to do with Kathy Hoku becoming the, the uh, incoming governor. Absolutely nothing. Right. Okay. Well, well again, though, if, first of all, I never even heard of Kathy Hochul before you know, uh, Andrew Cuomo uh, left office. I mean, that's how that's how well-known she was. And that's another problem in New York. We constantly put in people as lieutenant governor who's no one ever heard of because we assume the governors are going to finish their term, which in recent history hasn't worked out so well for us. You know, that's a whole nother issue. But, Dominic, let me just finish with this. Quickly, please. Okay, yes. All right. If she is reelected, which is possible... I just hope people are willing to at least give her a chance to do something before they start attacking her relentlessly like they've been doing. And again, 
I'm not even sure I'm going to vote for her because, honestly, I'm discouraged with this whole process. Okay. Well, I I, I hear you, David, but where you and I disagree is you're saying if she's elected, give her a chance to do something. In other words, give her time. What do we call now that she's the governor right now? We we have an indication of what she's going to do based on how she's carrying herself about right now. And what she's doing right now is what is making this race competitive because New Yorkers are not feeling what the governor, what Governor Hochul is uh, doing. Let's go to uh, let's go to Michael on the Upper East Side. Good morning, Michael. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Couple Good morning. Of things. Number one, people should really focus on what Hochul, the what I call criminal activity of her giving her husband a sweetheart deal up at the new stadium giving that COVID company a sweetheart deal, costing us three times the amount of money that it should. And uh, also, most people don't realize what Biden is doing with the military oil reserves. He's depleting the reserves in hopes of bringing down oil prices. And the Saudis already slapped them in the face when he said, oh, please hold off till after the election. And the Saudis said, no, no way. We're going to decrease our oil production now, and we know why you asked us. So if the public sees all this stuff, how are they going to be voting for Hochul, who is all part of this, and refuse to replace Bragg? The only thing she did with crime, she checked. Changed the name. What did she do? She changed the name of prisoner to um, what? What? What name? Yes, did you, she, you, you, are, you are correct. Uh, the name escapes me right now. But uh, and that's the closest that she got to crime. Changing a name, right? And then she the, the also state, did something with, the, with the some state felt that, that it was too harsh to refer to criminals. Right? It was uh, the the name was the term was changed to incarcerated person oh yeah now yeah. now uh, now imagine michael that one flying it's it's never going to happen in terms of thank you for the call michael the uh the public can you imagine this one person talking to another you're not going to say inmate or 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 criminal you're going to say the incarcerated person that uh bashed me in the head and stole all my money that incarcerated person Matt Blaze, what, what do you what do you make of this? The incarcerated person. Before we go back to the calls, should they pass me the gray poupon? <laughs> the incarcerated persons eating their ham sandwich in the prison. That so. is a good one. Thank you. Let's see what our friend Audrey uh, in Brooklyn has to say this morning. Good morning, Audrey. Oh, well, well, I love your show. You can just take the dinner out of me. Very nice show and humorous. But um, two things. One, David, I agree a little bit with what he was saying about um, the voting situation, but I want to give a, a heads up to Janie because she had mentioned the 71-year-old um, civil rights woman that was hit in um, Boston. I want to let her know just because of her, I researched and she was released from the hospital today. So thank you, Janie. You're sort of all right. And let's see what else. That's it. 
Was it Jeannie or Jennifer? They gave yeah, you. It's okay. I'm bad with names. I'm okay. Give me a break. Don't embarrass me. No, no, I'm not. I'm not embarrassing you. It, it could. It could have been Jeannie. I just wanted to make sure that I had it right. Audrey, I would never embarrass you. Other thing, you know what I see in three weeks, and it's sort of scary in a sense. The fight in three weeks, we're going to see if we're fighting for this country, democracy, or we're going to have a problem with getting together again. That's what I see at this mm. point. Mm. Well, that 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 that's a uh, that's a legitimate point uh, that you are raising that you are raising, and and I thank you for the call, Audrey. But I am just telling you, folks, and this is not partisan. It really is not partisan. But the progressive Democrats have got to go, and maybe that will scare the other Democrats to start walking straight and start being for real on issues of law and order and. The truth is, we are dealing with a White House that is delusional. We all know what time it is as it relates to the southern border, the economy, inflation, recession, on and on, oil. But yet we get these rosy uh, predictions from the White House put put in a nice on it and a nice bow on a nice box that's not even worth the cost of the box. When we come back, uh, we're going to have our Carter uh, Chronicles segment. And also, I'm standing here thanking folks about this woman in Los Angeles. Give you an update on her situation. It is awful. We'll be right back. W-A-B-C. UTIs are the worst. I've been there. One year, I had eight UTIs. If you get UTIs, then you understand how awful the cycle can be. I was taking all the precautions. And cranberry products, they just never worked for me. I was desperate for a way to be proactive. It was hard on me and on my husband. It was tough to see her in pain, and I wanted to help. I'm Jenna. And I'm Spencer. With Spencer's background in biochemistry. And our shared frustration when it came to UTIs, we were inspired to start Eucora. At Eucora, we make innovative urinary tract supplements and UTI relief products. Our effective urinary tract supplements finally give you a way to be proactive. Feel like you've tried everything? We get it. We have a money-back guarantee so you can try risk-free. If you're not happy, you'll get a full refund. We're on a mission to help women get their lives back. Ready to join them? Go to Eucora.com today. Eucora.com. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Folks, Staten Island, a toddler, a teen, and a young woman were bitten by a terrifying pack of unleashed dogs. This happened Tuesday. Girls ages 2 2. 13, and a 19-year-old woman were near the intersection of Prospect Avenue and York Avenue in New Brighton when six unleashed dogs, they were described as pit bulls or pit bull mixes, charged at them around 12.50 p.m. The toddler was uh, bit in the arm and torso while the two older victims uh, suffered bites to their legs. Police seized the uh, dogs and four puppies were also recovered from inside the house. The dogs escaped from two people were taken into custody. 
I am about to go back to your telephone calls in a second. And coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Marano on the other side of midnight, but to Los Angeles, where that woman suffered brain injury. Here we go again. After a homeless man stabbed her with garden shears in the head, the back of her head. She was walking in broad daylight in North Hollywood. 24-year-old victim. She's recovering from this traumatic brain injury. For some unknown reason, she crosses the path with the 30-year-old suspect, and this is all captured on video, and he rams the pair of gardening shears with a four-inch blade, four-inch blades, into the back of her head as they passed while walking down the street. The woman ran to a nearby restaurant with the weapon still embedded in her skull and begged for help before collapsing. Right after the attack, she called her uh, mother, a psychiatric nurse in, uh, in North Carolina. Why does this keep happening? Why? Is, is this the civil liberties that people were referring to when, you know, you fight for, for the homeless and the mentally ill to, to stay on the street, to have the right to stay on the street. It just doesn't make any sense. And what about the rights of the rest of us? This is not going to stop. It's not going to stop anytime soon. It's going to continue, continue, continue. Let's go to Susan. Susan is calling this morning from Brooklyn. Good morning, Susan. What's on your mind? Oh, Dominic, I always love hearing you. Um, and um, there's like uh, maybe you're falling into this pattern of calling um, these policies um, progressive Democrats. Um, well, that is not um, that that is not really a good description because it is they are going backward. And making things worse, and uh, the, the whatever their intentions may or may not be, we're not sure because it does seem some of these things are purposely trying to um, completely destroy our way of life so that they can build it back in their so-called utopia, or that certain people will have be able to then take advantage and, and, you know, the elitists will have the power and the rest of us will just be serfs under their utopia. But please, this is not progressive pro- at all. Okay. So, so Susan, I really so, wish you so, would so stop what using what, that terminology. Okay. So, so what, what our owner operator calls them regressive Democrats. What, what do you think I should call them? Uh, well, I wouldn't even call them Democrats because I think that there were so many great Democrats in my lifetime, that would never be online with the, these these very destructive. I think they're destructive Democrats because their policies are ripping apart our society, our way of life, our our very fantastic country that everybody, everyone in the world, uh, you know, realizes that we're exceptional because of our freedom. They're tearing down our freedom, our constitution. So please, I love you. Don't call them 
progressive. Well, I, I love you too, Susan, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll take into consideration. You made a good point there. I'll take into consideration what you just said. Thank you for the call. I've got to figure out the right term. And I still defy someone to call me up any day, anytime, and tell me with AOC, just tell me one or two things that she's done for the constituents. You, you have to laugh because you talk about somebody that, that uh, played three card Monty and won. She's, I mean, for lack of a better term, I mean, she might as well call the rest of us suckers because that, that's what it amounts to. What has she done? Please, I, I defy anybody. She talks a good game and, you know, we the people and, and all of that, but I defy anybody to tell me what she's done. Let's go to Josh in Connecticut. Good morning, Josh. What's on your mind? Dominic, always good to start. I wish I could start off on a good note, on a hopeful note. Um, I, I was going to start, but when you just mentioned AOC, I, I'll tell you what she's done good. When she was behind the bar, her constituents got drunk because they seem like they're drunk at the wheel. <laughs> that's that, that's, wanna, that's want, a good one. Go ahead. Uh, I want to give you tribute just the same way Donald Trump did, you know, because that's real. You're a good soul, and you know how to reach the people. Um, I just want to ask real quick, because I know you're running out of time. If Zeldin does get elected, can we rename the – Tappan Z Bridge, because I don't even like to use that other guy's name. Right. Is well, there a way to campaign for that? To well, like push well for it's something that he may consider, but he's got to get it done with the legislature. I, I You know, you, you're referring to the now Mario Cuomo Bridge. Correct. I, Correct. I know that some people have a problem and feel that it was rushed down their throat. Uh, the way it became the Mario Cuomo bridge, but I don't have a problem with calling the bridge. I'm not talking about the process. I'm talking about the name, the Mario right. Cuomo bridge, because he, you know, he, he was, he was an, an icon and, and he did represent, you know, when you use the term democratic, I look at somebody like Mario Cuomo that, that, you know, he, his heart, seem to be in for the people, whether you agree with this politics or not. But I hear you, Josh. A lot of people uh, wanted to go back to the Tappan Zee Bridge. It really doesn't make me a difference one way or the other, because if I thank you, Josh, for the call, if I take the Tappan Zee, that's what, 16, I think it's with easy pass. I think I pay like 850 a pop and I refuse to come down and take the George Washington because there's no break on easy pass and that's $18. And if you catch it on a bad day, you're going to sit there in traffic in Fort Lee as they redirect you around the entire city. You're going to sit there for hours and then pay $18. Let's go to uh, Pat uh, in Coney Island. Good morning, Pat. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dom. I, I agree with you with the Mario Cuomo uh, bridge. Okay. I mean, he was uh, a Democrat, Democrat. Anyway, my point is um, uh, no one's got more political savvy than you do. Well, you've you. been in the trenches. And uh, I can't articulate it as well as you do. But, I mean, Zeldin's only ticket in is, is crime. Yet, yes. Why doesn't Hochul just fire this guy, Briggs? And she takes that away from him. Because she's afraid of the black vote. 
Yeah. If, if if she fires him, she's afraid that there will be a rebellion and the black vote will not uh, turn out for her. That's what she's petrified of. But because at this that point, would right over the finish line, I would think. Right. But at this point or 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 I, I don't know what she said to him privately, but when they met. But I would I would hope she would have said to him, I'm going to give you a shot. But but I've got to issue a zinger. When I go out of here publicly before the cameras, okay, I'm mm. gonna give I'm gonna give you a shot, but I'm gonna have to say something very very critical of you uh, when I go before these cameras, and and that did not happen, and you know it's it's just it's just a uh, um, a mess, Pat. I thank you uh, for the call. Let's go real quick before Frank joins me to Debbie in Connecticut. Good morning, Debbie. What's on your mind? Hi, Dom. How are you? I'm good. Go right ahead, please. I ha- I wanted to, uh, the lady who just called in talking about the progressives and the liberals, and she's not, you know, the same. Right. Um, she's getting hung up with semantics, but the, the problem here is, is what lever, lever are they going to pull? Like, the, the, they're working under the Democratic Party. So that's the big problem. There's really three parties right now. But there's only two levers. There's Democrat and Republican levers. Right. Do you understand what I'm saying? I understand. So I understand exactly. Exa- hey, Debbie, right. I, so I, people- I do I do have to step in. We, I would like for you to give me a call another night. It's just that I'm, I'm very short on time, and I'm joined now by Frank Morano. So if you call Debbie tomorrow or any other night, I promise we'll put you to the front of the line and we can continue. Good morning to you, Frank. Hello. Dominic, how are you? I'm doing well. What do you have coming up this week? All right, we have uh, 19-time Emmy Award-winning broadcast journalist John Stossel uh, joining us in about 20 minutes. John Stossel, I don't know if you read it, but I thought he had a great column in the New York Post on uh, Saturday all about Twitter and social media censorship and sort of his hopes for the Elon Musk era if Musk does go forward and become the owner of Twitter. So we're going to get into a discussion about social media. And by the way, that was a great interview, um, and he really liked you with uh, Andrew Yang Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. I get great feedback uh, from folks on that. But uh, given the fact that you have experience uh, doing one or two interviews over the years, I I appreciate you saying that. And then uh, we're going to delve in the 2 o'clock hour into the yeshiva education issue. This is a an, big issue, uh, and it's an issue where there's not much daylight between Lee Zeldin and Kathy Hochul on. Uh, we're going to be joined by Julie Globus, who's an attorney, and she has some real questions about what's going on with respect to yeshiva education. So another great show. I hope so. And John Stossel, you said? John Stossel, 25 minutes from now. 25 minutes from now. So at about one twenty-five, one thirty. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Right. All right. But yeah, Yang was on with you for uh what, about forty five minutes? Uh, last a half night? hour, yeah. He was really and he, he seemed eager to come back. So he, that's exit you took the words right out of my mouth. He said several times that he wants to come back soon. Those are his exact uh, words. Thank you. And so coming up right now, Frank Morano and the other side of midnight. I'll see you folks again tomorrow. Talk radio seventy seven WABC. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.